All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with episode 13 of SCAR with Dustin Rivenbark. And SCAR stands for Seeking Courage and Redemption. Guys, I, I just, I'm so pumped about this podcast because I really believe that together we can overcome anything that we're facing uh, through the power of Jesus as our internal compass. We can do this, guys, together. Let me tell you the intent of the podcast, sort of the, the why are we here, and it's to work out our trials or hardships in such a way that we can see God's glory and begin to unfold His plan for our lives. Now, some of you guys may be asking, what does this have to do with me? Why do I need to listen to Scar? And the truth is, guys, we all have junk. We all have stuff, overwhelming stuff. Now, it could be this could be anything from uh, addiction to pornography to uh, this could be work-related. This could be the loss of a job, the loss of a loved one, uh, a flat tire on your on your brand new car. Um, this could be so many different things, obstacles, trials that we come up against. And when they pile on top of each other and we don't have a process or we don't have a system to help filter some of those thoughts, that negativity, it can actually begin to cloud our minds and change the trajectory of our lives. Now, over the course of Several episodes, we have uncovered some amazing people with some amazing different stories, and we're going to continue that. But for right now, uh, I am basically on a six episode journey of kind of promoting my new book, yes, uh, Courageous or Courage and Redemption. Uh, and it is the six battle principles of the story of Joshua. And while it is a promotion, I need you to understand this is also a how-to. So if you've purchased the book or you plan on purchasing the book, these steps uh, will actually change your life. These steps are what prompted SCAR, Seeking Courage and Redemption. It came from my study of Joshua, and that's how all of this stuff was born, and it really, really changed my, my life. And this book gives you the roadmap to overcoming tragedy, uh, into turning tragedy into triumph in life. And so I'm super pumped, super excited about you guys being a part of this, walking through it with me. Cannot wait to hear the testimonies later in life of, of uh, who this may have touched, who this may have affected, and how God worked through you through this journey and through this process. Now, the past two weeks, we've been talking about the first two battle principles, and today we're going to uncover the third, but let's do a little mini recap of the first two principles and why they're so important. So the very first uh, battle principle from the story of Joshua is prepare, preparation. And we saw that Joshua, the first thing he did, see Joshua was the warrior that the Israelites needed after the death of Moses. Moses was the, the lawgiver. Moses brought the people out of bondage in Egypt. Uh, this was such a, a pivotal time, such a pivotal time because not only did the Israelites, not only were they now brought out of bondage and slavery in Egypt, but they were pretty much being brought out of everything that they've ever known. And they start wandering around the desert for 40 years and uh, they start grumbling, wanting to go back. And God sort of uh, let Moses know that he would not be the one to lead them into the promised land, which was all that God had in store for their lives. 
And so basically Joshua was the one to take the Israelites into the promised land. And we pick up in the story of Joshua with the death of Moses. And this was a huge, pivotal, just strange moment for Joshua. We find a warrior, an already established warrior. We find him now scared. And how do we know? Because in the first nine verses, uh, God tells Joshua three times to be strong and courageous. And, and, and this lets us know that there was some fear. And this preparation is where we picked up. And Joshua knew the first thing to going into any battle, to any problems, any situation was to prepare. Joshua had to prepare the people because not, not as all, Preparation is not only just important for the journey, it's important for the mindset from the beginning, okay? Having a plan and a purpose and and establishing a path, a way forward is so important to our psyche that that it's so hard to really um, understand the magnitude of just having a leader that says, hey, now we're going to take provisions for ourselves first. It sounds selfish, but it's brilliant. Second thing was to obtain spies. And I'm not talking about the 007 kind of spies. Uh, I'm talking about real life-giving people around us. And if you'll go back and listen to the last episode, I kind of break down and explain how I got it where I got the term obtaining spies, and it comes from uh, Joshua knowing that the amount of people in his life is not as important as the quality uh, of people speaking into his life. So anyway, go back. I encourage you to listen to, to 11 and 12. But listen, guys, today, today is powerful. Today, we're going to talk about our third key battle principle, crossing the Jordan. Now, for many of us, guys, this this whole idea of crossing the Jordan, the Jordan symbolizes that big, bad, scary, unnecessary obstacle that stands in our way. That one thing that we just don't think we can overcome. That one thing that we don't think we're good enough for. Or that big, bad bill, financial problem, uh, whatever it is that's that's kind of looming over us that we can't get past. What is that obstacle holding you back from being all that you were created to be? For most of us, it's fear of the unknown. The fear and the unwillingness to just lay down your life and say, you know what, God, have every avenue, not just my finances, not just my kids, but every avenue of my life, my marriage, my job, my future, my past, my, my, all of that, my present. This, this obstacle can, can come in so many different forms, but one thing that it has uh, in common with every other obstacle is a crippling effect. Now, we can let this fear cripple us to the point that it renders our body utterly useless, or we can take this as an opportunity to stand up and move forward. 
Let's say it's a financial crisis for you. Dave Ramsey has has great. Maybe maybe you've tried everything you know on your own up to this point, and you do not know where to begin. Dave Ramsey actually has a plan for that. A debt snowball, a a a uh, envelope system that that you can actually start and implement into your life right now. It starts with having a budget, knowing what you got coming in, knowing what you've got coming out. It could be a flat tire. Well, guess what? We need to know the end game, the total end game, the the complete outlook on what we want. And I know that ultimately I want that tire changed. I need to go to work. So what plans, what steps do I need to put in process to to get that wheel taken off, put back on, or whatever needs to happen from right now to that end game? What do I need to do? I need a path forward. Maybe this could be for a promotion or a raise. I need to know, ultimately, this is where I want to go. This is where I'm headed. Now, how do I get there? But we all get locked up and we get numb right here because we don't know. We're not sure. That seems scary. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can overcome. This is too big. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough, right? All of these things play in, and we start to remember uh, what what people have told us for years. You'll never be nothing. You're from you're from so and so. You're from there. Your mama's such and such. Yeah, and we let all these things trickle and and and, and fester and play around. Uh, in in our minds that that it totally becomes not just a creek, not just a pool, but a complete river in front of us. The Jordan River is a mighty uh, 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 river. It is a rushing river, and so I need you to understand that that this can this can be scary, guys. This can be super super scary. So. What I want you guys to understand is that gaining traction is a fantastic rearview mirror for seeing how far God has brought you. Let me say this again. Gaining traction is a fantastic rearview mirror for seeing how far God has brought you. When you start seeing baby steps, just like in the debt snowball, here's the idea of the debt snowball. Let's pick all of our bills. Let's find the cheapest bill that we can, and let's go after that, and let's attack that, and let's start to pour all of our extra money or all of our whatever we do have. Let's go after attacking that bill while still paying on our other bills, but everything we can goes to this one certain bill. Once you get that paid off, then you take that money that you are implying on that bill and you roll it over to the next one, right? And then when you get that one paid off, you take all that and start rolling it over to the next one. And this is a roadmap to financial freedom. Now, why am I talking so much about money? Just because it's one thing that we all deal with and also it is just a great 
teaching aspect for uh, whatever it is that I'm trying to talk to you about, whether it's your communication with God, whatever, uh, whether it's your, I mean, your relationship with God, whether it's Bible study, whatever it is, your small victories kind of start to turn into this unstoppable snowball rolling downhill and they just compound and they just feed off of each other and it's a beautiful thing. So that's what I mean by gaining traction is a fantastic rear view mirror for seeing how far God has brought you. But oftentimes we find ourselves when we are facing this giant, when we're facing this river, we find ourselves outside our comfort zone. Here's where it gets important, guys. You've got to know that God brings us out so that he may bring us in. Where is God bringing you out of? What what is that that God wants to bring you out of? Naming it will help you to prepare. Let's start the process. There's definitely a plan for your life, but the only way to victory is straight through the fear. Is it going to hurt? Oh, yeah. Will there be tears? Certainly. But in order to heal, you have to feel. God is calling you out into the unknown. God is calling you out of your comfort zone, out of those things that seem completely normal to bring you in right standing with the relationship with Him. God needs you devoted to Him. See, if we had everything handed to us and everything was beautiful and this life was great, we would not need God, right? I know myself. I know my sinful state. I would not have a need for God. I know I'm not perfect. I know that that I that I can get off kilter. I know these things about me. So it's so important that I recognize that whenever I go that way, that I've got to get back in line because the minute you step out from under the will of God, you open yourself and you open your family directly to the access of the enemy. Now, when we, when we go into this obstacle, when we go into this, this crushing uncertainty. I need you to know that there is strength, okay? God's strength is in the deep. What do I mean? Let's look at Joshua 3.17. The priests carried the Ark of the Lord's Covenant, stood firmly on dry ground in the middle of the Jordan. While all of Israel crossed on dry ground until the entire nation had finished crossing the Jordan. All right, I need you to picture this. God sent or Joshua sends the priests on up ahead into the water, and and they stand firm for us while God just completely slows down the body of water and, and cuts it off from flowing into the Dead Sea, and it raises straight up and allows the Israelites to 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 cross over dry ground. Guys, this is the true power of God. There's so much comfort to be found in this in this one passage, but I don't want you to overlook that this body of water is completely cutting off the flow into the Dead Sea. And I've told you guys this before. Many of us are salty. Nothing can live in the Dead Sea because the salt level is too high. So we're letting that obstacle just constantly feed into the Dead Sea. We're letting that fear that the power of the Jordan come just 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 keep 
feeding into where nothing can live and no life can stand. We're tired. We're angry. We're frustrated and unable to free our minds. Nothing good can live there because the salt level is too high. But this... This is the beautiful symbol of God's ability to change our perspective and change our hearts. Wow, this time it's different. I've stepped into fears, unknowns, hardships, trials, hurts, pains, all that stuff. I've stepped into that before and gotten crushed. I've stepped into that before and gotten defeated. I've stepped into those before and got put down so much that I never thought I could do anything ever again outside of, of, of my immediate control. I thought I could never trust God again, but this time is different. Why? Because I'm trusting in God's strength in the deep. I'm standing in the middle of that hardship and I'm saying, God, you've got me. God, hold me. God, I trust you. God, I need you. When I look at when I look at the story of Rudy, Rudy was a young man who grew up in a household that was in love with Notre Dame football. They never missed a game. Rudy had so much heart. He had a lot. He, he didn't have a lot of brawn, if you know what I mean. But but he dreamed of playing college football at the University of Notre Dame, and uh, he he came on the team as a walk on as a, while attending the university. Now while Rudy showed heart, okay. He never quit. He never gave up. No matter how many times he got knocked down, no matter how many times he got beat up, he stood up. He was a fighter. He didn't care. Now, Rudy never made it to be a Hall of Famer. Rudy's not somebody that we talk about and that we know really, really well and that 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 we can just look back and, oh, study the, the career of Rudy, right? But Rudy made it to finally being able to step in for the last play of the last game of his senior year. Why? Because he fought and he fought and he fought. And the whole stands cheered and 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 celebrated his name and and all of that. And, and it was an amazing time because he planned his work and he went against his fears. He stood in that Jordan and he let them pound his face in practice after practice after practice so that one day his family could see him stand on that field that was his dream that was his goal now you may be thinking yeah right Dustin that's nice and all but my life is stuck all right my life is stuck in that getting beat down phase of the underdog story like like Rudy but I need you to take this from Joshua 1 8 this book of instruction must not depart from your mouth you are to meditate on it day and night so that you may carefully observe everything written in it for then you will prosper and succeed in what ever you do. Guys, God is still in control. God is still on the throne. Never forget God's strength in the deep. Now, at some point, you've got to make this transition, okay? You got to you got to understand that at some point we have to we have to understand the season of life that God has placed us in and that we're we're now headed towards our purpose. And yes, this is going to cause a whole lot of issues and a whole lot of battles up ahead, but we're going to deal with defeating the enemy later. Right now, we're trying to get you started through that obstacle, trusting in God's strength in the deep. Now, so many of us wonder, what is our calling 
in life? This is a question that has plagued, that has hurt, that has uh, made people wonder and fear all their lives and never step out because they don't know their calling. Oh, my calling. Oh, my calling. Oh, my calling. God spoke to me one day and he told me the clearest the clearest definition of calling that I think I've ever heard. And it's simply our calling is where God has placed us for impact and we're thankful through obedience. Guys, whether you're a janitor at McDonald's, God has placed you there for impact. What you're supposed to be doing is bringing people to him. God, you may be a teacher, all right? What has God called you to do? He's called you to bring other people to himself. Where has God placed you for impact and you are thankful through obedience? You are making a difference whether you're in ministry or in the secular world if you are under the will of God. Where does God have you right now that 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 he can use your 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 scars and your story to make an impact? How can he use your life lessons to improve your situation or the people around you? You're not alone in figuring this out. I'm laying the groundwork for you to follow, guys, through these six battle principles. Joshua really gave them to us. Preparation, obtaining spies, having people around your inner circle speaking life, speaking truth and wisdom and the gospel into you so you can stand up and you can move forward. I want to I want to use my scars to help people see the hope on the other side of the pain. Man. I'd love to tell you that this is all easy for me, guys, but it's not. Just like Joshua seeking courage and redemption is not easy. I've been scarred by the storms of life. I've been scarred by by seeking courage and redemption from a broken spirit. But God has placed the line of Judah inside my heart. And yes, I'll put a video out. Yes, I'll put a podcast out. Yes, I'll tell you about Jesus in the Walmart line. Yes, I'll tell you about Jesus uh, at the school. Yes, I'll tell you about Jesus when I run into you down the street. I don't care what you think about it. Why? Because God has placed me here for impact. Act, and I'm thankful through obedience. Joshua carried scars, man. He carried really big scars, but he learned the value of them. Ooh, he learned the value of them, guys. This is life changing. He learned the purpose through those scars. He was a warrior, he was a worshiper, and he was a leader. All of this was due to the, to the incredible battles that God was able to lead him through. His incredible skills as a leader left us with an amazing battle plan. Guys, I hope you've gotten so much out of this. I need you to know that facing your Jordan, facing your obstacle, facing your fear right now today, you can do it. But not on your own power, but under God's will, under God's protection. You can do it. Step out in faith. What do you want to do? Do you want to write a book? Write it. Start writing today. Do you want to get fit? Do you want to lose weight? Then you know what you got to do. You got to push back from the table. You got to get in the gym. Guys, do you want to be a professional? Do you want to be a professional? Map it out. Where do you want to go in life? Let's start doing bullet points together on how we're going to get there. 
you're not alone. God said he'll never leave us and never forsake us. It's a promise. You want that big promotion? You want to own that store? You want to do that new thing? God is doing a new thing right now. The words of uh, Isaiah tell us that. God is getting ready to do a new thing, but you got to be obedient. you got to be impactful right now where you are, and you have got to do what God has called you to do with what he's given you right now. If you won't even be faithful with what you have right now, you think he's going to give you more? You think he's going to put you where you need to be? You think he's going to give you the things that you desire when you don't desire him? Come on, guys. Come on, guys. We have to step into the fear. We have to step into the Jordan knowing that he is the only one that can get us to the other side, man. He's it. He's the only way. God, here I am. Choose me. Use me. Broken. Use my scars and all of that because I know the value of them can help the next guy or the next girl. I know that whenever I spit life into them, that you shine, not me. See, so many people start thinking that you are trying to make yourself shine when you are only trying to lift the name of Jesus high. Why? Because the worldly people, the world doesn't understand the power of God. The world doesn't understand a drug addict turning his life around and now preaching the gospel to people and thousands of lives being changed. Listen, listen, the world, the world don't understand that. It doesn't make sense to them. To them, something different but to us it's our calling it's our impact it's our value wow guys this is this is good stuff now i gotta sign off before i literally like fly out of my chair i don't know this is just this is powerful stuff guys if you have not a lot of this that i'm talked about today all of it as a matter of fact is in my book courage and redemption the Six Battle Principles from the Story of Joshua. This book can be found on iUniverse. This book can be ordered on Amazon. If you do not have time to purchase it uh, and wait on it to come to you, maybe you're at home during this coronavirus. This is a hard time for us, guys. Guys, we're, we're, we're sitting at home wondering if we're going to go to work. If we're not, what's going on with this? What's going on with that? I want to encourage you to, to, to go on to iUniverse and get the ebook. Go to Amazon, get the Kindle version. Have access to it right now. Let's use this time to be intentional, to start preparing, to, to get people around us, learn the power of the purge. And then thirdly, let's let's cross that Jordan. Let's let's stand up against the Jordan. Let's stand up against that obstacle that's holding us back. But let's do it under the will of God. There you heard it, guys. Go and get my new book, Courage and Redemption, or or send me a direct message, or whatever you got to do. Get your hands on this book. But here's what I want you to know. Next week, next week, guys, it's going to be big. It's going to be about defeating the enemy. Sooner or later, we've got some true battles to fight. Right now, we're stepping against obstacles, but you got to know that the enemy's coming. So tune in and let's see what we got to do to defeat the enemy and recognize it's not us who fights, but Christ who lives inside of me. Boy, let's go. I'll see you in the next couple of days.